One of my guided meditations has me to bring heightened awareness to my body. As I prepare to go to sleep, I'm encouraged to acknowledge every fiber of my being and relax the limbs and spaces where I'm subconsciously holding tension. Left unchecked, I could end up with bad posture or lose mobility and thusly a lower quality of life. Breathe, stretch, shake, and let it go. Because that's a vibe. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Good Vibes with Robert Alexander. Thank you, as always, for continuing to listen to Good Vibes. If you're new, welcome to the Good Vibes Tribe, and you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you can just check out goodvibes.buzzsprout.com and subscribe on whatever platform suits you. Now let's get started. This week, I want to shed light on some things that people who grow up like me probably rarely get to think about. Without getting too deep into socioeconomics, I'd like to acknowledge how when we are raised to survive and to get by, we often ignore the toll it takes on us to do so. Oftentimes, we remain in such a stressful state that it becomes completely normal. And if someone were to complain about this said pain or state of being, we might not receive it with empathy or concern because we all got pain. As they say, Birds of a feather flock together. But if a bird is brave or lucky enough to fall into a new flock, one where, let's say, they live a life of support, uh, encouragement, and abundance, he's then able to acknowledge his pain without ridicule, but instead it's met with resource. In a lot of ways, I feel like at a younger age, I took a lot of shots And as I approach 30 years old, I feel like those balls are actually going in a basket, finally. Uh, I ran them by a few people, uh, birds of a feather, and it didn't really stick. It never really resonated. People looked at me like I was crazy for having these types of thoughts. And I'm so grateful to God because now I am in a space where people think like I do. I don't feel like such a freak or such a weirdo for having a different expectation for life. As I've stated in previous episodes, I'm, I've always been a curious person. I was a curious kid. And the number one question that I've always asked is why? I needed to know the reason for everything because that's the only way that I could receive it. As previously mentioned, I, like a lot of my listeners, are were probably raised in a household where it was considered disrespectful to ask why and um i i i think that i expressed the way that i felt growing up to my parents and obviously we just didn't see eye to eye on it because generationally they come from a place where that is normal um but i was always a kid like why like i and 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 maybe some people won't agree with what i'm about to say But when I see parents who like take the door off their kids um, bedroom or just give them don't give them any privacy. Obviously, I'm not saying like do what you want to do, kid, go smoke weed. Obviously not. But I just think that every human, including children, should be treated as such. And to a certain extent, given the respect of privacy and validation of feelings. 
a lot of us grew up where this was not a reality and this is just a social cultural thing i'm not coming at my parents or anyone specifically this is just what it was and now if you guys didn't gather i i consider myself the lucky bird or the brave enough bird that i stumbled into a space where i see that that's not normal that's not honestly for me it's not acceptable every issue has roots every issue has a trunk and every issue has branches and every branch has leaves and in today's society i think that we are a society that focuses on the leaves and i have been inherently someone who gets to the root i want to know the soil i want to know how far the roots are going out down into the ground because that's where we really learn about this tree here so when i hear about people who have had difficulty in their childhoods or upbringings or even when i just see a person who is behaving in a way that is reflective of internal pain i wonder about their childhood I wonder about their mother, I wonder about their father, I wonder about their parents. Because oftentimes, as I've been kind of focused on lately in these podcast episodes, oftentimes we are just reinforcing ways of living and coping and behaving and thinking and we don't even have a concern or perhaps we're not even given the opportunity or we aren't taking the time to to understand why we're behaving the way that we're behaving. I'm 29 and one week I will be 30 years old and today, today is the first time I had a candid conversation with my sister. My sister, where it didn't feel stressed where I didn't have to be concerned with what I was about to say or that I would be judged for it. And that's very, very, very personal. Um, But I want to share it because this is a prime example of what it means to relax that part, that point of tension that had become completely normal. Our relationship has been very stressed and strained for reasons that will require another episode And I absolutely have no issue acknowledging my part in it. But the point in all of this is not to dissect our relationship, but my entire point is that I want to use transparency to encourage the people who listen to this episode and to this podcast to feel free and safe to look at their own lives because When I'm on Twitter and when I'm on Facebook and when I'm on Instagram and when I'm walking through the mall and I just hear people speaking, people are in pain. And it's become so normal that no one is acknowledging it. If I want to talk about sex, if I want to talk about drama, if I want to talk about other people, that is easy. That is the cheapest commodity. I could find it anywhere. And I'm noticing an issue for me personally, where I wanna talk about things that actually matter. I wanna talk about positive things that are gonna get us as a, as a whole. And this isn't about black people or gay people or millennials. This is every single person from my two-year-old niece all the way up into my grandparents. As long as we're all alive, we have some tension and some stress that can be released. As a society that focuses on leaves and not roots, oftentimes 
we're looking at one symptom and we're blaming it on another symptom. And what I mean by that is, if some woman is walking down the street and she's clearly in a horrible mood and she cusses me out and I'm just sitting on the porch drinking a lemonade, I then want to stoop to her level and react to what she just brought to me when in reality, I don't know what that woman is going through. And the fact that she just cussed me out has nothing to do with me. We're taking things personally and it just kind of seems like the world is on fire. I don't mean for this episode to sound like this rant, but this journey of me looking internally has really shown me the symptoms of my environment. And so my hope is that in shedding light on these topics, um, perhaps this will be the influence that allows people who care about emotional intelligence and personal development to be a little bit more instrumental in our communities. I personally have no reference as to where I can find a group of people that want to have conversations like this. And obviously, this is not something to talk about every single day. I mean, it is. But I also, you know, we're all human. I like to talk about housewives and a little bit of shenanigans, too. But why is it so much easier for me to find uh, suicidal thoughts and pornography and uh, gateway drugs than just positive conversation? And this is what's interesting to me. Those things were completely normal. But the the most interesting thing is that in having conversations with clients that I've met at the salon I work at and just sparking up conversations with people that I've actually even known for years is that because my mentality is changing, I seem to uncover that same mental space in other people. So my... I'm. I can't help but wonder how many people care about these things but are simply conforming to society or speaking the common language of society. And and what I want to do is normalize talking about positivity, talking about growth, sharing information, spreading love, change, getting to the root of an issue fearlessly. Because if we can all hold hands while we roll around and pick shit, imagine what life would be if we all stood up and held hands as we walked out of this mess that we're all subscribed to and change, like consciously chose better for ourselves. Imagine what, and the crazy thing, I, I'm sorry, I, there is no script today. And so you're going to get a, a lot of a lot of tangents. But the crazy thing is, when I say imagine, I'm sure that there are some people listening that can't imagine because normal for you is so normal for you that you can't even see that better exists. And I can speak on that from a personal level because the things that I endured in my 20s are, are laughable now. If I were to, to be approached in the same manner in which a lot of people approached me in my 20s, there would have been no second sentence. It would have ended at, hello, my name is. 
2016, I took a test that showed me my strengths and it showed me my weaknesses. And after I took this two hour test, I was analyzed. And the, 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 the man that I spoke with said, what do you think is gonna happen if you don't work on these things that you scored low in? And my answer to give you context was that I'll be rich, I'll be successful, but I won't have any friends. He laughed, I laughed nervously, and he said, no, what's gonna happen is if you don't handle these things, these particular issues in your life, it's gonna bring everything down. And y'all know me, at this point, you got to know me. And I was like, mm, I don't really think that's how it's gonna work, but I'll be nice and say, okay. So here we are, uh, three years later, and Using that same theory, I've decided to start a project. And I started um, in late August of this year. And I don't want to speak on it yet, but of course you guys will know about it as soon as it's time to talk about it. But in working tirelessly on this project, it has changed the way that I move. It's changed the way that I operate. It's changed the way that I conduct myself. And what I will say is that over the past, um, I'll say month and a half, the saying, if you don't treat your business like a business, no one else will either, has been ringing off in my head. And the takeaway for that is that if we don't take things seriously and if we don't establish boundaries and structure in our lives, anything goes. And I just want to read something really quick from Think and Grow Rich. I've been studying this book for the past, I'll say, month now, at least. And it speaks on money, but this is something that we can apply to every aspect of our life. So this is one of the 30. Let me let me actually go back and read because I want to be I want to be thorough with this one. This is one of the 30 major causes of failure. And this particular cause is called the habit of indiscriminate spending. The spendthrift cannot succeed, mainly because he stands eternally in fear of poverty. Form the habit of systematic saving by putting aside a definite percentage of your income. Money in the bank gives one a very safe foundation of courage when bargaining for the sale of personal services. Without money, one must take what one is offered and be glad to get it. Now, as that pertains to capital or or money, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but to break it down and relate it to what I was just talking about, if we have nothing inside, if we have no pride or respect for ourselves, we take whatever other people are willing to give us. And we think that, ooh, no shade. I'm sorry. I feel like this is reading somebody right now. Uh, And I don't mean to, but if we don't have respect and love for ourselves, we allow someone else's perception of our value to define what our value actually is. This shift in my life is one that has defined everything that is to come. I am, I say with 100% confidence that I am deserving of all great things. And those aren't just words, that is the, that is the law. That is a fact, that is my truth. And when I look around, 
And when I read statuses on Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter, people don't speak as if they believe that for themselves. And so the purpose of this episode is to encourage my my beautiful Good Vibes tribe to establish a new normal for yourselves. I don't know where else to turn to have these conversations. And so you guys are who I have to talk to. So far, this conversation has been one-sided, um, but, I, but, but it's still beneficial to me. And I hope that it's beneficial to you guys too. But I do want to know and I do pray to, to discover what it will take to take this conversation to the next level. So to make this more interactive, I am truly interested in anyone who has listened to this episode, uh, who, who has listened to this podcast this far into the game. It's been a year and a half now. If you've been listening this long, I am so interested in establishing what Napoleon Hill calls a mastermind with you guys. Let's put our thoughts together and make some change happen. So write the show at chatgoodvibes at gmail.com. My birthday is October 7th and all I want is to hear you guys' thoughts on this matter or any other matter. Let's talk about it. The next episode you hear will be the voice of a 30-year-old, which I am so excited about because I know that age does not automatically give us access to new new things and new new levels in life but as I transition from one decade to the next I'm just very excited for what I have been equipped to endure for what I have been equipped to make happen and I'm excited for you guys to be alongside me during this journey. So I'm just going to end this episode because clearly I am very, very chatty today. Um, So that's it. (laughs) Bye.